Welcome to the Spotlight Lipedema Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Pelnitz. I'm not a doctor or a medical professional. I'm a woman with lipedema and lymphedema who wants to shine a light on what lipedema is and the challenges of living with it. This podcast is dedicated to everyone with lipedema, both those that know that they have it and those who remain undiagnosed. When I learned about lipedema back in 2017, I was shocked that something like this could exist with most doctors knowing nothing about it. I knew right then and there that I had to play my part in making this disfiguring disorder better known so fewer people will continue to go undiagnosed. My hope is that the Spotlight Lipedema podcast will become a forum where we can connect to people living with shared challenges, concerns, and fears. A place where we can share a knowledge of not just living with lipedema, but thriving with it. Some place where we can learn from each other and hopefully from some experts in the field. So thank you for joining me on my lipedema journey. Welcome to episode 11 of the Spotlight Lipedema podcast. I'm your host, Lori Poundlitz. Some of you may have been wondering where I've been and if the podcast was going to make a comeback. One of the things about life with lipedema and lymphedema, and really with life in general, is that sometimes you can get yourself into a bit of a funk and you need to take a step back. And sometimes that step is a lot bigger than you would expect it to be. And you get stuck there for a while. Well, that's kind of where I found myself in the last part of 2020. It was partially a disappointment in myself and being discouraged with my physical limitations. It was partially the stress of the whole coronavirus situation and just a general sense of craziness here in the U.S. So instead of facing these challenges and these stresses and and dealing with things and instead of moving forward with life, I decided to drown myself in months of Hallmark movies, HGTV, and Animal Planet. I read a couple of books too and became fully engrossed in a game called Township on my iPad. Now I do have to admit that I really do like the sappy Hallmark movies, especially the Christmas ones. And yes, I know they are totally predictable. And I know how they're going to end as soon as I start watching them. But it's the journey to how you get to that end that brings the most enjoyment, at least for me. It was all a great escape, at least mentally, from the feeling of hopelessness and overwhelm that I had been experiencing. I didn't even put up my little Christmas tree last year. I thought I was working my way out of it in January, And that's when I first started putting together my thoughts for this podcast. But I kind of got back onto that slippery slope and the funk appeared in front of me once again. And before I knew I was back into it full force, watching Hallmark movies, HGTV and Animal Planet. And now I could add to it my new subscription to Discovery Plus, where I got to watch a bunch of really crazy paranormal shows that managed to keep me pretty mesmerized for a while. So now it's May 2021. And with the help of some wise women, I'm pulling myself up out of the pit of despair and getting back on track again. Part of what got me into the funk was that at the end of October, I had to take care of some long delayed medical appointments. I needed to get a flu shot 
and I was overdue for my well woman physical exam and an eye exam and some lab work. I desperately needed new glasses. And my medical provider and insurance company is Kaiser Permanente. And one of the things that I like about Kaiser is that at my local facility, they have just about everything that I could need to do. It makes life a lot easier when everything I need is all in one place. So I made multiple appointments and the plan was that I was gonna take care of it all at the end of October. This would literally be the first time I would be leaving my home since the previous December. December 9th, 2019 to be exact, which was the last appointment that I had with my surgeon. My home confinement initially had nothing to do with COVID. I've been pretty much stuck at home because it is so difficult for me to get up the flight of steps to get to my condo. And I've been too nervous to try to go down and up the steps by myself without somebody nearby in case I need help. Losing your mobility is very, very difficult. The day finally arrived and that one visit to Kaiser wiped me out and just stole my spirit. It didn't have anything to do with Kaiser. The people there were wonderful. In my mind, the stress of making that visit to Kaiser was building from the day that I first made my appointments. It wasn't a matter of just being out of my comfort zone. I hadn't been out and about at all in months. I hadn't gone up or down steps in months. I was so afraid that I wouldn't be able to do what I needed to do. And then because of COVID, no one could really help me. I had myself so worked up about it, I was literally trembling at the thought. One of my friends did take the day off and drove to my home so she could make sure that I got down the steps and back up the steps to my condo, but she couldn't come with me to my appointments. I was at Kaiser most of the day and it was more walking than I had done in months. I struggled just to get back to my car and to get my rollator back up into the back seat. I was so exhausted, I could barely stand. How was I going to get back up the steps to my condo? The stress was continuing to build. I finally got home and my friend was there to help me in a socially distanced kind of way. She helped to get the rollator out of my car again so that I could use it to walk to the steps of my condo, about 150 feet. I struggled to make it from the car to the steps. Now there were 15 steps between me and home. The most difficult 15 steps I have ever climbed in my life. 15 steps I used to be able to climb without even thinking about it. Now I was pretty much clawing my way up each step. I was actually drenched in sweat trying to do it. At one point, I really didn't think I was going to make it, and I had visions of my friend needing to call 911 to have EMTs or whoever showed up carry me up the rest of the way. But thankfully, that didn't happen. It was one of the worst days of my life. My energy was gone. My hope was gone. My spirit was gone. My strength was gone. My body had betrayed me. Before the appointment, I had cleaned up my eating and started to feel pretty good. For me, anyway. 
Now I just felt exhausted and in pain. I could barely walk. I could barely stand. I couldn't cook. I felt like I was at the bottom of a landslide, and I just gave up. I took a deep dive into my lipo lymphedema funk and just stayed there for months. There was another component that contributed to pushing me deeper and deeper into the funk. I don't know if I would call it terror or anxiety, but I became fixated on how I can continue to live in my home. I manage well enough when I can just stay at home and I have my own way of doing things that I need to do and I have a support system around me to help me with what I can't do, like take out the trash, clean things that I can't reach or things that I don't have the stamina to clean as much as I need to clean them. Everything I need gets delivered. But I know, like everyone else in the world, I do need to leave my home. I can't shut myself in here forever. I would go out and do more if I didn't need to have to deal with those steps. Life would be so much better without those 15 damn steps. I felt an urgency to find some place to live as soon as possible. But how can you find some place to live when you can't leave where you are? Between COVID and lipedema, I wasn't going to be able to go anywhere anytime soon. Since I discovered that I had lipedema, and over the years I had been seeing how my mobility was deteriorating, I knew I would have to move at some point. But with my surgery and the plans I had for after my surgery, I had hoped that I would be able to put that off for several years. Well, between long-term wounds, inability to begin physical therapy and lymphedema therapy and wrapping, and then COVID, my best made plans came to a screeching halt. And now I was fixated on the thought that I needed to find someplace else to live. I can't tell you how many times I visited all these different real estate websites trying to find someplace that would work for me. And I can't find anything. Not only are housing prices in the DC area insane, but unless you are buying your home and fixing it to meet your disability needs, it's just about impossible to find a home that really accommodates somebody with huge legs and hips and a mobility disability. In the housing world, they think that disability accommodation is a slope from the sidewalk to your parking space or a doorway that fits a wheelchair. It's much more than that. It's a parking space that's close to the building entrance. It's doors that automatically open when you approach or that can be opened easily if you're trying to manage assistive devices. It's bathrooms that have grab bars and walk-in showers. I can't climb into a bathtub. It's in-home laundry capabilities. Steps are the enemy. There are apartments that come close to what I need, but they're deemed luxury apartments, at least in my area they are. And the rents for those apartments, even the small ones, are two to three times my current mortgage. Real estate prices have almost tripled since I bought my condo. So buying something else in my area even with the equity I have in my condo, isn't something I could afford. So do I leave the state to move someplace that I can afford? Doing that would mean I'd have to leave my entire support system and go someplace where I don't know anybody. So now I really feel trapped in my home. And while in this funk, I ate things I shouldn't have eaten. I didn't do all of the self-care things that I should have been doing. 
I just sat at my computer, scanned Facebook, barely posting anymore. I watched my shows and searched for possible apartments and built my little town on my iPad and wondered how I could get the COVID vaccine if I couldn't get to where they were being administered. And that was my every day. Around March, I could feel myself starting to emerge from the funk. The first sign that this is happening for me is music. I start to want to hear music again. I'm so thankful for Spotify because I can build playlists that make me happy and feel good. It brings out my inner DJ and gives me a way to express myself. And the music makes me dance. Even if it's just lame dancing in my chair, it starts to bring back my spirit. So finally, a year after the world started to deal with COVID, I realized I needed to get my act together. I had almost completely given up, but I didn't. And it was time for me to start clawing my way out of my lipedema funk. First, I contacted my doctor and asked for a referral to a physical therapist and a lymphedema therapist. We had to start with the physical therapist. I had a video appointment with him and really liked him. He doesn't make me feel less than and is optimistic that I can rebuild some of the strength that I need in my legs. He gave me some exercises to try and said he would recommend to my doctor that she also refer me to a lymphedema therapist. The lymphedema therapist is also an occupational therapist, so we focus on both motivational issues as well as exercises to improve my overall muscle strength. I've been doing okay with the exercises they gave me, but I haven't been so great at doing my pump therapy. Following my eating plan has been mixed, so as you can see, I still haven't quite gotten rid of all of the funk yet, but I'm doing better. I've also started participating in a support group, and that has helped me as well. It's nice to be able to tell others your issues and to get some support and ideas for how to move forward. And it gets you thinking, even when you're not actually in the middle of the group activity. And sometimes you get to have a revelation from all that thinking. Well, that's what happened to me this week. I finally realized that while I've been so focused in my funk on how my body had betrayed me, that I didn't see until now, in fact, that I had also betrayed my body. For decades, I didn't realize that I had something called lipedema. And I didn't know that what I was doing to try to lose weight was actually hurting my body more than it was helping. Once I knew what I was dealing with, it was on me to find out how to help me heal my body. That can be tough for many people, but especially so for people with lipedema and lymphedema. But I found what I needed to do for me. I found that for me, I needed to stick with a keto way of life to keep my inflammation down. I found that I needed to find some kind of compression that could help me minimize the swelling in my legs. I found that I needed to use my lymphatic pump and vibration plate to help me get my lymph moving. And I needed to move. I needed to stand and I need to move. And I need to do activities that will help me strengthen my whole body. And I haven't been doing that. I've been betraying my body. Now it's time for me to come to terms with that and to make a change. And so here I am in this brief but necessary episode of the podcast to let you know where I've been and to say publicly that I'm committed to end my betrayal of my body. 
so that I can help it heal and grow stronger. I'd like to thank you for being here to listen to me. And I also need to thank Nita Clewis and Beth Reilersdam, who both recorded podcast episodes with me in the fall that I never was able to get posted. They've been stuck in the funk with me. So both of these episodes will be released shortly. In the meantime, I'd like to thank everybody who's been continuing to listen to the podcast. And even without new episodes being released, there have been more than 2,000 downloads in the last few months. And I'm also amazed at the wonderful Facebook comments that I've gotten from listeners throughout these months. It warms my heart and lets me know that I am not alone. We are all here for each other, to support each other. So until next time, stay strong, have patience with yourself, stay optimistic, and just take things one day at a time. I think I'm going to try to take my own advice and do that too. So take care until we meet again.